Hi, I'm Cheryl Tebow with The Walk of Life, and I have with me the beautiful Cheryl Boone from Chicago, Illinois. And she is a co-author in the book, Disrupting the Status Quo, and her chapter is called A Leap of Faith. Welcome, Cheryl Boone. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I am so happy and excited to be here with you to talk about my chapter. Thank you so much. I am looking forward to our conversation today. Me too. I can't wait to hear everything you have to say. So um, obviously you have crushed mediocrity and you've yes. made a note here listening to the voices that you said you weren't good enough. Can you talk to us about that? Uh, yes, yes, I can. Well, you know, sometimes we sit and we think and sometimes we think just a little bit too much about what we want to do or what we're going to do. And then those voices come to tell you that you can't do. And when you start hearing the voices, sometimes you actually start listening to them, you know, and they come to keep you from moving forward and doing the things that God called you to do. And I would hear the voices. I wouldn't tell anybody I was hearing voices, but I would hear the voices as I know we all probably do hear them. But I was sometime entertaining them. And when I say entertaining them, entertaining them to the point that I wouldn't move forward in what I knew God was calling me to do. How did you hear them? How, how did I know people hear voices differently? Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're a loud voice. Sometimes mm -hmm. they're a, a bird flying by. Sometimes it's just a note on a desk that you happen to read. And sometimes you, your heart speaks to you. How, how did yeah. these voices yeah. speak to you? I believe the voices were speaking to me basically in my head. You know, me going through the things that God wanted me to do, but not having the courage to go forth and do it. So I would say that the voices was actually speaking here. You know, the mind, the Bible talks about it being a battlefield, you know, and the enemy comes to put targets or darts of thoughts in your mind, even to convince you to the point that it's you. True enough. And that's where you say you second guess yourself at the battle of the mind. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, we hear it called chatter. We hear it called, you know, those monkeys are just crazy up there running <laughs> around. And how do you find your still space to stop and listen to that? I find my space to stop listening. Is that the question? Well, to stop the noise and listen to the quiet voice that you hear. I do that by pulling down, the Bible tells us about pulling down strongholds, pulling down every thought and every imagination that exalt itself above the word and the knowledge of God. And because I know the word, when the thoughts begin to come as a Christian woman, it is my job to pull those thoughts down because for one, I know the thoughts are not from God. It doesn't stop the thoughts from coming, but it, it charges me to do what I know to do, and that's to pull down every thought. This is not God. God said, I am who I am. I am a psalmist, or I am a writer, or I am a poet, or whatever titles or position that he's called me to. Uh, once I know what that is, then I begin to pull down those thoughts, you know, with the word of God, with prayer, 
you know, entering into prayer. And you are a psalmist and you are a music writer and you are a singer. <laughs> I know you have a story in you that you can't wait to share with us. If you want to be a featured guest on the Walk of Life podcast, just go to the show notes and we will get back to you. Okay, so Cheryl, how do you hear the music and the lyrics in in your mind to create a song? I think that's so magical that people can actually do that. I wish I had that talent. How, how does it come for you? That just happened to be, Cheryl, one of the gifts that God gave me. Uh, I hear it in my, I want to say I hear it in my spirit because I hear it from within. I hear it from within. And when I hear it, it's like I'm hearing it in my ear. And when I, I start writing as I hear. And, and it's the same way with me for even me writing my poems. It's the same way I, I, could, I could finish. Let's say I'm finishing up in prayer and I just be quiet before the Lord. And then all of a sudden I start hearing words. And the words that I hear, I started writing. And I come back after I write everything that I hear later to perfect everything that I heard. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. I, I just heard someone the other day, um, Catherine, I can't remember her last name. She's an author and I was just reading her book and, and she said what she does is she writes a question to God Uh and says, God, please answer me through my pen. Uh, Yeah. Then I'm quiet and I just start writing. And she said, the words just appear on the page and later I read through them and there's my answer, you know, there's my answer. So that's how he speaks to her. And obviously the same through you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Cause I could be, I could, I can remember when the Lord told me to write a, uh, to, to record a particular song. And that's like the song that I'm getting ready to do now. I was over, I was in my kitchen washing dishes and I'm just minding my business, not even thinking about anything about God, about songs, about writing or anything. And I heard just as clear, just like we have in this conversation, record a single. And I looked, I was like, wait a minute, Cheryl. I was like this. I was like, what? (laughs) And I heard it again, record a single. I say, record a single. God, how am I going to do that? (laughs) You know, because remember, I always felt I didn't have any connections. I didn't know where to start or, or whatever. But yeah, he spoke it in that same single that he told me to record. I'm in a process of recording it now today. That's fabulous. And so it will be out soon then? It will. It will be out soon, probably within the next 60 days, 30 to 60 days, I'm going to say. That's so great. I'm excited about it. We're excited. And I would love you to be back on my show to to announce it to the world that would be Praise so God. I would love to thank you so much for that invitation Cheryl oh thank you so that leads me to my next question for you that you were concerned someone would steal your music yeah you I was still? in a bad place then Cheryl and when I say that from the outer I didn't appear to be in a bad place you know if you looked at me you would say not so because I'm singing and I'm I'm singing praise and worship in the church and I'm being about, you know, God's business. But there was a part of me that was afraid to take the next step. 
to where God wanted me to go, you know, and I was afraid because I didn't really know anybody that I thought that could help me. And then the thought is like, you know, cause you hear of artists in times past where their music was stolen from them, you know, or their, uh, their songs were stolen from them or their, their, the words or whatever. And so that thing kind of haunted me to the point to where I would not move. And even if I thought about moving or calling somebody that I knew that I thought might could help me, I would hesitate because I said, I can't let nobody steal what God gave me. God mm. gave me this. So it was just a battle from within because like I said, you would never knew looking at my outer appearance or what I was going through from day to day, you know, living a victorious life, you know, that I was actually going through that in the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know how that feels. And you said you, you felt unseen, but in just what you said, that God gave it to you and you were scared someone's going to steal it. But you know, when he gives you things, they're for sharing. Yes, yes, yes. I, I agree totally. And I don't think I had the problem with sharing. I had the problem if I shared, somebody else might say, oh, that's mine. Right. I, you know, I hear you. Yeah. You know? I, I always wanted to give back what God gave me, but I believe it was partially just the enemy just speaking to me, stopping me from doing what it was that God was calling me to. Yeah. So in saying that, let's jump into how associating with all the fabulous women and the energy that this book that you're in helped you with that. You know what, Cheryl, I'm going to say when I connected with Dr. Sonia and the women of disrupting the status quo, it was as if the baby inside of me began to leap. It was as if when we came together, it was like a wind in our back or an opening that took place in, in the inside of me to complete some things that God has already given. Because it wasn't as if I didn't have those things. Mm -hmm. but I didn't go forth in those things. Mm -hmm. I felt as if I didn't know how, but there was something about the connection with the women of disrupting the status quo and Dr. Sonia that caused the wind, something to break, something to yeah. break inside. Then all of a sudden from getting with the women and Dr. Sonia uh, of disrupting the status quo, it was as if, all those things that God had called me to, it was as if connections, divine connections started taking place. You started meeting people that were saying, hey, I can help you do this. Mm -hmm. I can help you do that. And, mm -hmm. and, and it was almost as if everything I started putting my hand to had a motion going. It just started moving. And it, I am so excited about joining Disrupting the Status Quo and Dr. Sonia because it literally caused me to move and it literally caused was the wind in my back that caused me to move forward in going forth in the other things as well that God had given me to do. It's amazing. I, I am so, I can't even believe it. I'm so excited about the things that I have started because there are things that was already in there, but now it's just like the baby is kicking. It's, it's moving now, you know? <laughs> The baby's kicking. We're ready to go. That's so absolutely. Yeah, well, absolutely. They say, you know, once you put your foot 
out there and, and you start stepping the energy and the momentum and the universe just works in your favor and all the stars align, everything comes yes. together. Yes, exactly. And it's like the women in this book all had some kind of internal energy that just, I think, fluffed everyone's feathers and, and yes. you know, everybody felt more of a pull, but even aside from the book, all this external stuff has now come to you as well, because now your energy is in motion and that's what's propelling you to move forward. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Even, even to the point, Cheryl, when I'm like, slow down, slow down, you're moving too fast. You're doing too much too soon, but it's almost as if I have to do it. I have to do it. It's it's like you just all of a sudden you started pouring the water out and now it's like you got to continue the pour. Yeah. You got to continue emptying out what God has given. Yeah, yes. your momentum has started there, the girl. Momentum has started. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And that is so exciting. It's so exciting. I'm actually looking forward to maybe, you know, next year getting all the women together again for another interview and seeing what the year has has done for them oh yeah that would be your you've got a story for next year for sure and a song. that would be that would be exciting that would be exciting yeah uh, yeah because actually i did um also uh dr um we keep calling her dr dorothy <laughs> dorothy wilson yes because uh, actually i did join her in her uh in her uh anthology that's great. You know, so that would be a part of something that's happening in, again in next year. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of excitement coming out from these ladies. I'll tell you. Yes. Like you said, the baby's in motion. <laughs> no stopping. <laughs> we have, wait a minute, Cheryl. We have given birth. We have given birth to a baby and this baby is really moving. Yes. Yeah. So you um, made a comment that you knew you had such great talent, but you felt unseen. So what is that like to, to feel unseen? It's, it's like being overlooked. Everyone's going forth. Everyone's give you an example with the group that I was singing with. Everyone was moving. Everyone had connected some, uh, 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 most of the people had already began to travel all over the world with their music you know, doing praise and worship, even going to other countries and different things like that. And I felt unseen mm. or unnoticed because I wasn't doing those things, you know, and it was as if I wasn't recognized or as if nobody, nobody knows my name, you know. Uh, it's a lonely feeling, uh, but it was something one of those things that wasn't even talked about or wasn't even discussed. Hmm. I celebrated my brothers and sisters as they went forth. I was so excited for them. But at the same time, I felt left out. I felt alone. So what did you learn from that feeling? What I learned that even though we go through a period in a time where we feel like it's not my turn, and that's what I felt. I felt, well, maybe it's just not my turn. That was a way of me coding, coping with what was happening. Because the Bible tells us to rejoice with those that rejoice. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to feel like I was jealous or, or even being insecure. 
I didn't want to feel those things. I wanted to be excited because I was seeing them because we all grew up as babies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We were in the ministry when we were young. And to see them to be recording music, making albums, traveling the world, it was exciting. Mm-hmm. But again, I felt left behind. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can understand that feeling for sure. But at the same time, you knew that seed was planted inside you. You yes. knew that. You felt that. It just wasn't Cheryl Boone's time yet. Yes. And as we all know and have heard forever, it's not our time. It's God's time. And right. you, know, you just can't push that wet noodle because sometimes it just doesn't budge. But now you have, have just the, that balloon has been popped and that seed is has sprouted and and now it's your turn now yes here you go and and your patience has definitely paid off and you know I I interviewed someone also from this book and and she said love past love Mm. and that has just stuck with me and that's exactly what you did with with your you know brothers and sisters in that same thing you you loved and supported them beyond what cheryl was feeling and that's true love from the heart and so my hat's off to you for that and now it is your turn thank you cheryl yes it is i do believe now is my turn i do believe now i'm having divine connections uh, I do believe now the doors are opening. Uh, now, I would have said 30 years ago, this was supposed to happen, right? <laughs> but God's time is always the perfect time, yeah. whether we understand it or not. But there is now such an excitement in me to do knowing that I have arrived in my moment. Yeah. And that, and- I'm, in God, that, and that I'm in God's time. For sure. And, you know, the saying goes, it only took 30 years to be an overnight success. <laughs> now you can wear that badge now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did COVID lockdown change your direction in what you were doing? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, the COVID actually changed the direction because before COVID-19, I really hadn't done anything with my gifts and talents other than serve in the ministry or serve in the church, which, and I don't want to say that as if it was a bad thing, but I knew that what God had given me had to come out of the four walls of the church. And when God sat me down or when I walked that walk in that prayer on that prayer journey, when I was walking that day and he spoke and told me to write that book, Cheryl, I was still scared. I was like, I'm not an author. How is God going to get this up out of me? Uh, no, I, but it changed my life. It changed the whole, how do you say the word trajectory of my life? Because it did a 360 degree turn. Once I took the first leap to be in obedience and to write the book, regardless whether I thought I had the book in me or not, mm-hmm. something happened and it and everything's been turning ever since. COVID-19, we talk about it and and we talk about how we were all stuck in the house and and how we couldn't move and we couldn't go out. But I tell you, God was doing something in each and every one of us. He was doing a reset. He was starting things over for us. He was putting us in the place that he wanted us to be. So when it was over, if we could move out, Mm 
and move out and what he was and what he he kind of kissed it you know <laughs> he kind of kissed our situations because i hear stories of so many people saying it happened during COVID, and who would have ever thought yeah yeah that COVID so much would have came out of such a just terrible thing yeah it, 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 it was an earth shaker for sure there's there's no ooh, doubt oh yes know? yes yeah. ma'am yes everything in the world shifted. It's almost like the coffee table or the, the dining room table where you quickly pull the, the tablecloth yeah. out and move none of the dishes <laughs> off. <laughs> that was COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. COVID was something else, but it got just start pouring in during that moment, you know, during that time as, 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 as I came before him and he just, he just kept pouring. The more I came, the more he poured. And I was like, oh my God, I am really doing this. Yeah. I'm really doing this. Yeah. So, you know, I told God that I would not say any more. I'm not an author. <laughs> Good, for you. Good for you. So your leap of faith is kind of like a nudge off the cliff. <laughs> Woo! A big jump. <laughs> a big jump. Thank God you got wings. <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am. Because I think I'm flying now. <laughs> You're flying now. That's right. So you published your first book in June of 2020. Yes. Tell us about yes. that. Yes. Um, I got with a young lady, well, actually, because in the book I talk about, I found someone I can trust. That person was my uh, now uh, apostle. Because when I said, told her that God had told me to write the book and I was, she said, what makes you think you're not an author? You know, what makes you, I said, but I'm not, but she said, you know, sure, you've been writing for years. I said, yeah, but that's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not the same thing. I, 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 I don't see myself there. And, 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 and when I just begin to write, I, I don't know why the Lord had me write about my family. I mean, that's the, the that's the first chapter is, is about my family. But I didn't see it, Cheryl. I, I just didn't see myself the way God did. Yeah. You know, but if you did, you'd be him. <laughs> <laughs> right? oh, oh, yeah. But he wanted me to see enough to say, trust me, Cheryl. Trust me. Trust me. I got you you know, and yes, he did. He did have me. And then I was at the point, Cheryl, I just felt like, well, maybe I'm, I'm just a poet. Maybe I just write poetry and I really don't write like an author or like a novel or anything. And that's when I, I hooked up with Dr. Sonia. And mm -hmm. I was like, I can't write like, I'm, you know, because again, my first book is a book of poetry. It's prophetic poetry given to me by God, you know, uh, telling stories about my family and he gave it to me in a poetic way, you know? Uh, and so I was like, okay, I, I, I'm doing this. I'm doing this, you know, cause generally before then I would write occasionally when I was asked to write for, um, for uh, if, if, if my uh, pastor was having a service and she wanted that theme and she was like, can you write a, can you write a poem? And I was like, okay, God, she asked me again. <laughs> That's so fabulous. I am not a poem writer and, and I would love to be. So don't say just a poem writer because oh, okay. putting words that. together to flow, to make a song or a, a story without using 1500 words is magic. So, you. you know, you are very blessed for that. So Thank don't ever so say much. just, that's a, t that's a blessing that so many people don't have. So 
Thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you for correcting me on that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to correct you. I get, I get to I'm a poet, I, right? I'm a prophetic poet, right? <laughs> no, no, you're a beautiful poet. So how can we find that book? Uh, that book is called Poems from the Heart, and it is on Amazon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Poems of the Heart by oh, Cheryl yeah, Boone. Poems from the Heart by Cheryl Boone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll look for that. And you have a second one coming out. I do. It is now at the publisher. It's Ooh. called Be Encouraged. Uh, and that book is about encouraging people to do what it is that God has called them to do. It's about uh, being determined because one poem is called Be Determined. Another poem is called Determined. Another poem is Know Your Worth. So each poem is trying to get people to see that you are somebody. You do have worth. You are important and you could do everything that God has called you to do. So beautiful. And now you can speak from the heart on that because you've lived it. <laughs> I like that. Yes, ma'am. You've lived yes, it. Ma'am. So you also, besides being this amazing person, have apparel line. Don't want to talk about that? Yes, I do. I have a clothing line that is called Poems from the Heart. It came or derived from the book Poems of the Heart. It is affirmations, uh, from the poems that I have written. I have uh, one right now that is called Can't See Your Way Out. Uh, and that that's what one of my uh, shirts say. They come in sweatshirts and uh, hoodies and t-shirts. It's kind of like a sports kind of thing when you're casual and you just, just want to be walking around mm-hmm. and you want to say something that you really feel in your heart, you know, because uh, a lot of times we, we walk by faith and even can't see your way out is talking about walking by faith. Just believe. And that's what one of uh, one of the uh, shirts, uh, one of the uh, affirmations from uh, the poem is saying. And uh, another one is called "Just Believe." You so know, how do and, we get these beautiful clothing lines? Uh, they are on my uh, website, okay. and my website is poemsfromtheheart.shop. Dot shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, shop like shopping, of course. <laughs> like shopping. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> poems from the heart dot shop yes okay mm-hmm. perfect so we'll have people rushing over there and getting some hoodies and some sweatshirts and your <laughs> books I would love a signed book of those poems that's for sure um do what you think is impossible is that how I say it or did I say yes. it wrong Yes, it is. Do what you think is impossible. That thing that you feel like it's impossible to do, that you can't do, that it seems like, oh my God, it's going to take a miracle to do. Mm-hmm. Do that thing because mm-hmm. that's that thing that God put in you to do. And it is possible. It yeah. is possible to do. You just have to take the leap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read or I heard it in a show once and I, I've used it a few times, but it said, you know, the average I can do anytime the impossible is just going to take a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> but with faith, you never know. It could happen today. So um, you have a clothing line. Yes, you are an elder in your ministry. I am. You're yes. a songwriter, a singer. And what's your what's your song called? 
We didn't talk about that, did we? Oh, this no, no, we didn't talk about the song. The uh, the single that I'm going to release is called "There's No Greater Love," and that song is talking about the love of God, because God so loved the world that He gave, and there's no love that's greater than that. Wow, that's so beautiful. Thank you are you. such an amazing person. I am so blessed and honored that I've got to meet you and, and learn from you. I'm looking forward to having you back and, and um, hearing your song and mm -hmm. reading your poem books. And, Amen. and there's just no stopping you now. No stopping <laughs> me now. God has already given me wings to soar. So I'm mounting up on wings like an eagle. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. And that's to God be the glory, because I cannot do it without him. Oh, well, thank you so much for being my guest today. It's been really good to get to know you on a little bit of a deeper level. And the audience can reach you through your website. Is there any other way? Uh, through the website. And I do believe uh, uh, Facebook is just my name at Cheryl Boone on Facebook and Instagram. I believe it is uh, Cheryl.Boone.758. Let me, I'm gonna have to make sure because I have to ask myself what it is because I, I just. <laughs> well, you know what we're also doing though, Cheryl, is on my website. I was just gonna say misscheryl.com. I'm going to have you listed there too with your contact oh, info under, under this book, Disrupting the Status Quo. So you can also come to the website and find Cheryl there. Her last name has an E in it though. It's B-O-O-N-E, just to make sure that you've got that right and um so again i thank you so much for joining me on this walk of life thank and sharing you so your walk much of for life having me i tell you it was my pleasure well mine as well so we'll see next year where this walk has taken you because i'm i'm ready for round two <laughs> amen thank you so much you have a wonderful wonderful day I'm going to. Thank you as well. So this is Cheryl Thibault signing off from The Walk of Life. And in the words of my little brother, bye for now.